That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Now, whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? Have you done your weekly review? And what's your email inbox looking like? Hey, James. I am doing great today. I um, I have done my weekly review such that it is, but I... You know, full disclosure, no, I have still not nailed down a canonical weekly review. Um, but my inbox is 78 messages. So that's uh, breaking last week's number. And uh, I had made a pledge to myself that by the time we did our next show, I would start having my number be in the two digits, not the three digits. And um, eventually I want to get down to the one digit like you Gotcha. And that's uh, fantastic progress over the week, Gene. So that's awesome. And um, I did my weekly review this morning the way that we originally said we would do it the morning of the recording. Yes. Um, <laughs> which seldom seems to work out exactly. But uh, I felt very good to get that done. And then um, my inbox was at zero. And looking at it right now, it's up to two. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> but that's that's not very much. So that's no, great. that's um, great, James. Yeah, and I thought um, today maybe we would kind of circle back to the kind of the first step in the getting things done methodology, which is, and talk a little bit about capture, um, which is that notion that you're trying to get everything going on with you, ideas that pop into your head, things around the house or around your life that you'd like to change, big things, little things, all of them are supposed to go into your trusted system. Um, with the notion being that if something's in your, if everything is in your trusted system, then your brain doesn't have to worry about keeping track of those things because you're going to review some of them every day and just about everything on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. Um, so how is capture going for you? Um, capture is, uh, it's better than, you know, it used to be, but it's still not perfect. Um, I like, uh, how we're talking about the trusted system, um, uh, since last week our, our, podcast was titled, uh, No Trusted System Will um, Make Up for the Lack of a Competent Person or something That's like right. that. That's <laughs> right. So, uh, but, but a trusted system is better than no trusted system. So that's, mm -hmm. uh, that's what we've had as our aim all along. Um, I had an interesting capture issue today before we were supposed to record. And I thought, Maybe you could puzzle it out with me whether there's a solution to it. Um, one thing I have been noticing is that as we get overwhelmed with email, not just you and me, but everybody, people are re resorting more to sending texts or maybe sending messages in some other mm -hmm. uh, system like Slack or even direct messages on Twitter, 
because we know people don't look at their email so closely, or, you know, a lot of people don't. And the result now for me is that I get more texts than I can reasonably process, at least, you know, the way I used to be doing it, which was, hey, there's a text, I'll deal with it, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's no way to snooze a text. Um, I think you can mark them unread again, but once you have more than a couple unread texts, you start to lose your sensitivity to that unread marker. And this morning, um, while I was about to start a session recording on another podcast, I got a text from my neighbor who said, could you go by our house and um, check on the dogs? We were all kind of crazy, busy getting out of the house today, and they could probably use a a break um, outside in the backyard and also you know, just check that something she was a little worried they hadn't locked their door. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. And I said, I would. I said, I'll do it as soon as I finish this other podcast. But then of course, I forgot about it. Because how would that ever surface for me an hour later? Mm -hmm. Um, And then when it was getting close to time for you and me to record, I was like, "Uh Oh, I need to go check on those dogs. And dogs have this way of taking up a half an hour or an hour of your time, no matter what. (laughs) They don't appreciate Mm -hmm. when you say, hey, dogs, I only have five minutes. So get out here, do your business, get back inside. You know, they're like, yay, we're outside, we're going (laughs) to enjoy it. And I'm pretty much a pushover when it comes to dogs. And if they like being outside, I don't want to force them to go back inside too Mm -hmm. quickly. So I needed to postpone our time, which I did. But I thought to myself, ha, I could have easily forgotten all about the dogs because, you know, I'm between podcasts and I'm trying to get ready for the second one. The only thing I can think of that I could have done at that moment would would be like to put set an alarm. That's probably the thing to do or set a do like D-U-E, the app Mm -hmm. um, reminder that would pop up at noon or whatever and say, go check on the dogs next door. But you know, you get a text and it, and you don't, it, a text is supposed to be quick. Like, right. so I don't want to add like extra overhead to the text that, you know, requires processing the text. So I guess that's the, ultimately the question is processing texts when you can't deal with them right at that moment, which is how we used to deal with them. Right. Well, and at least for me, I treat text as just another inbox. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's essentially what they are, right? So mm-hmm. I have, uh, we may have talked about that way earlier in way earlier episode. I have like a list of, I don't know how many, 15 inboxes, including <laughs> texts and Twitter DMs and messages on Facebook and messages on LinkedIn. And, um, just as I'm going through my weekly review, I, look at them all to make sure that they are all cleared out and empty. Mm-hmm. But um I think the key with capture um is the the notion from the book is that the moment that you make a commitment to someone else or mm-hmm. to yourself that you need to capture it right at that moment. And so 
if you if you know if there's a text you haven't read you haven't made a commitment yet so it's still in your inbox but as soon as you read it and say yes i'll do this thing for you at this time and place then at that moment you should also i think put it somewhere that you're going to find it again in your trusted system and to be honest that's a habit i've been trying to get into and it's difficult to get into because it's not my normal, like it's not what I've been doing for decades, right? Right. <laughs> um, it's so even last night I was watching some TV and my sister texted and asked if I could take care of something. And I, you know, texted back, all right, you know, okay, I could do that tomorrow. And then I almost went right back to watching TV, which would have guaranteed that. A week from now, she would have said, <laughs> hey, w did you ever do that thing? And I say, oh, I completely forgot. Because um, that's that's how that's how I roll. Um, <laughs> so, but last night, I kind of forced my, I was like, oh, do I have to put this? I guess I should do this. So, you know, and it's, oh, it was so difficult, right? Because I'm already on mm -hmm. my phone. So I went over to OmniFocus and I made a new inbox item and I put it in there and and then I flagged it and put my next tag on it just to make sure I didn't screw it up and have it get lost somewhere. Um, and then I got that thing done this morning, and that was great. Um, mm -hmm. So I think, like, it's that habit of really getting, like, trying to really form that habit that as soon as you make a commitment, that you record it immediately. Um, yeah. or. Or like there's like examples, you know, you're in you're in a meeting and you're taking notes and then as soon as you can after that meeting you kinda go through your notes and capture all of the things that you said that you were going to do. Cause you know, it can be annoying just sitting there doing inbox items when you're supposed to be participating in a meeting. Um right. but I still find that there are things that don't end up like that I think about, and for some reason I don't capture them, and mm -hmm. I'm trying to whittle that down. But it's, it's. Uh, I guess I've been trying this stuff for about eight months now, and it's still a forming habit. It's it's definitely not completely ingrained yet. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the the uh, problem with something like I described about the dog visit is it really had to happen at a certain time, mm -hmm. you know? And so like if I put it into OmniFocus, for example, I'm unlikely to be reviewing OmniFocus in between two podcasts. Um, I really need to, to put it in somewhere unless I set it up in OmniFocus with a, uh, you a, know, do a due date, due date, you know, which I could try, but it, I, I guess I always feel like that is, overkill but maybe i need to get just try it like you say like the the part of what you just said that definitely sunk in for me is like when you make the commitment you know make a, another step right. so that what regardless of what it is there has to be a step or else um you'll forget right like um and in the case of like i need to like I'm doing a podcast from whatever, 11 a.m. to noon. And then at noon, I need to go check on the dogs. 
probably the two podcasts that you're putting this in between were probably on your calendar. Mm-hmm. So sticking it maybe on your calendar since it does have a definite time, date, and a beginning and end point might not be bad. And then at least for me, I have it turned on that uh, like iCal will send me a reminder 15 minutes before or iCal. Yes, I'm living in the 19, <laughs> whatever, the last decade to be sure. Um, yeah. But yes, the calendar app will send me a a, a reminder uh, like 15 minutes before, I think, by default. So Yeah. Um, well, you know, one of the trickier things in the whole thing, because it was between two podcasts, I have a tool um, that was recommended to me by my pal, Allison Sheridan, who is a podcast superstar in terms of, you know, she's been going for over a decade and has all kinds of tips and tricks every time I see her. And she suggested I subscribe to a thing called Parallels Toolbox. So from the Parallels people, the people who did Mac, Windows, virtualization, Mm -hmm. they have this thing, it's very simple, called the Toolbox. And it's like $10 a year. And it just gives you a little thing in your menu bar that you can click on. And there's about, I don't know, 25 very helpful things that it can do for you with one click. And one of them is do not disturb. So I click on do not disturb when I'm about to start a podcast. And that means notifications from iCal or calendar or fantastic Cal or whatever are not going to pop up for me. And that is, that's a problem. So hmm. maybe mm. the easiest thing is to just say, you know, Hey, virtual assistant <laughs> on my iPhone. Hey, you um, set a timer for whatever it is, an hour. So the, at least the timer goes off and I look at it and say, why did I set this timer again? <laughs> and then I say, oh yeah, right. The dogs. I've done that before. Just set a timer. Even if you don't like go in and um, customize the timer to say what it's for or whatever, just have it go off, at least that will remind you to think about what are you supposed to be doing now. And of all the things we've discussed, it's probably the least friction, um, you know, because you could do it with a voice command, or you could do it with a couple taps on your iPhone, which, you know, the timer's going to go off regardless what's set on your Mac. (laughs) That's true. Um, I would say that um, for things that, like, you need to do in an hour or so that probably works like Mm -hmm. the thing last night where like, please remind me in 10 hours to do this thing. My sister (laughs) asked me to do there. Then probably that doesn't, doesn't make as much sense. Um, but, um, yeah. Although if you do not disturb all your things, I don't know. Mm. Will Siri, I think Siri will interrupt you. Even if you, if you set the timer yourself. I think that's one of the things people have discovered to their peril about the iPhone is that (laughs) alarms and such will go off even if you have your phone set to not to disturb you. That's right. To their utter mortification, like in the middle middle of like a symphony or something. Or the Metropolitan Opera. Yes. That's the legendary. That might have been the story that I heard, yes. Yes. Yeah, that's in the New York Times if you ever want to read something. (laughs) The urban legend. 
<laughs> so, I, I mean, I didn't even really know that until I read that article, and I thought, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I need to be way more careful because I can't imagine anything worse than having your iPhone making noise in the middle of something like that. I know. Um, but for times when you're not going out to the opera, <laughs> it's probably fine. Yeah. Um, uh, certainly when you're in your office yes. working by yourself. Uh, and then so, the, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. I was going to ask you about, you know, what are some of your favorite capture hacks or what are some capture um, conundrums that you have? Well, for me, the biggest capture conundrum is I tend to think of things that I want to do when I'm driving. mm and so I'm not going to, like, use a keyboard. Um, and so I can try to do Siri, right? Because I can mm -hmm. even – I think I can say, like, tell OmniFocus to add task, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, but the problems I find is that that – just to set – just the what you have to speak to get it to go into OmniFocus, I get tongue-tied sometimes and Siri gets all confused and – Anyway, uh, yeah. And then the other thing I find is that since it's using hands-free audio, mm -hmm. like you go to turn on the voice assistant, and then the car, like there's a pause, and then sometimes it'll make a noise, and you're supposed to stop talking, or right. you, it makes a noise, <laughs> which means you just finished talking, and I never know, like, yeah, it's confounding. Like it should be like I'm there. I want to activate it and tell it to do something, and it, I, it's always fairly hit or miss. And sometimes by the time I figure out how to do it, I've forgotten what it was that I wanted to say to remind me. <laughs> so yep. that currently is my biggest um, <laughs> capture conundrum: is like if I'm like if I'm out just taking a little walk, um, series not so bad. Um, but if I'm in the car, the interaction between Siri and the the hand, hands-free uh -huh. is always confounding to me. Yeah. I, I, you know, one of the things, it's a real small th detail, but it bugs me like crazy, is that when you use voice dictation, which is not the same as Siri, to, say, dictate a message in messages, you can say punctuation, and it knows to punctuate sentences. But when I do it in Siri and say, you know, message to my sister, I'm on my way, period, it just spells out period. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. And I'm driving. I'm not going to fix it, but it really hurts. And I think I need to find out why is this? What should I be doing? Does Siri just not want punctuation? Um, but, and I always think, I know that people have written you know, a lot about Siri, and I need to just, you know, buckle down and read some basic, like, guide to, instead of trying to figure it all out by myself, guide to at least making the parts of Siri that really work, work for me. <laughs> right. So, I, I'm just right now, I'm looking at a very long um, article in uh, iMore, and it's just from July, a few months ago. And uh, there's also a video with the 
the wonderful Renee Ritchie, and I will be um, I'm bookmarking this to go back and read, and maybe I'll learn a few things that will help me be a better capturer. Capturer. Capturer? Person who captures stuff. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I guess it's a capturer. <laughs> 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 it's just fun to say. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then I'd say the other thing is um, not remembering I already captured something. Mm. So I will end up with things in my inbox that I'm like, did I like? Did I put this in my inbox already? Did I record this? And then I put it in, and then like the next time I review, I'm like, yeah, I have this in here three times. Like, <laughs> I'm, and yet it's not important enough for me to do yet. I just mm-hmm. don't. But it's important enough for me to keep thinking of it and forgetting whether I've put it in or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I don't know what to do about that. Maybe I need to review more so I memorize what's all this. <laughs> but the whole point is I'm not supposed to memorize anything. I'm supposed to just look at the trusted system. So that seems uh, – but that has come up before where I'm like, I think I already – and I guess I could do a search. Mm-hmm. But usually at that moment – it's probably easier just to capture it again if it's relative. Like it's quicker to just jot it down again, right? And then later find out. Oh yeah, I already, I already know that I'm supposed to do this. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you'll be in danger of doing it three times. That's right. <laughs> At least one hopes not. Oh man. Um, you know, one of my favorite capture tools still is very low tech, and that is the Post-it note. Um. If it's something, especially if it's for something I need to take with me or do when I leave the house, writing a post-it note and sticking it on the front door, you know, that where I'll see it when I leave the house, nothing beats that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I think it's okay to mix up, you know, the the high tech and the low tech. Um, if it works for you, again, that's always the most important thing. If it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. Right. No, the key is is having it work. And I used to do post-it notes like if I needed to go mail something at the post office or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, now I find I take a lot of pictures of addresses and things, which doesn't mm-hmm. serve as a reminder. But if mm-hmm. I'm already getting in the car heading to the post office with a package in my hand, I I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure by the time I get there, I'll remember kind of what I'm supposed to do. Um, but yeah, I've, uh, I've, but I also find post-it notes are good for like very like things that aren't going to last that long, right? Right. I just need this thing for the next day or so. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's really good uh, ephemeral piece of. Uh, piece of ephemera to use the word twice <laughs> an ephemeral piece of ephemera That's nice right. nice um well i do have this one post-it note which is over a year old i think it's like a year and a half old sticking by my you know on the door jam going to my front door which is my pre-lift driving checklist so that i remember you know, must have driver's license, must have coffee or water with me, mm-hmm. um, AirPods, 
feed the guinea pigs, bring your raincoat. And that list has just continued to work for me. And I think, well, you could make this list anywhere, you know, on your phone and look at that on your phone before you leave. But you might forget to look at the list. It's That's right true. there. Well, no, and I think um, as as a uh, kind of a, a pre-flight checklist um, that having that physically there because it's something you do all the time and you always want to see it when you leave just to make sure as a mm-hmm. reminder that I think that's a great that's a great little life hack. <laughs> um, I will do some things where I'll stick things to the door before I leave and what have you. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a that's a good one. Well, now can I get some like special GTD post-it notes so I can feel like <laughs> I'm, I'm getting my productivity tools, you know, upgrading to be like more productive? Probably well, you, not. You could like write GTD in the upper left-hand corner <laughs> of the notes. Yeah, actually, there were some uh, Evernote. Um, post-it notes that I got at an Evernote conference one time that would, they had some kind of, um, some kind of design in there uh, that you couldn't really see, but if you took a picture of it, you would see it and Evernote would know how to file it. Um, Ah, That was pretty cool, but I never really used it. I just thought it was very cool. (laughs) That's definitely very cool. Um, And yeah, definitely some people use paper, just writing stuff down, capture, and that's perfectly fine if it works for you and makes its way into your trusted system. Mm-hmm. All all routes in are equally valid as long as as long as you capture the information you need to and and get it into the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything else um, in our whirlwind discussion of? Uh, capture today no i think i exhausted all my big capture hacks same here well in that case it's time to wrap up this episode so we can go get back to capturing all the things we need to capture and getting them done so you can (laughs) find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm and we'd love it if you would um either micro.blog us at the weekly review or on Twitter at Weekly Review FM. And if you have any particular capture hacks that you'd like to share, um, please feel free to send them to us those places and um, we'll be sure to mention them on the podcast. It'd also be great if you'd rate or review this podcast. It definitely helps new listeners find us and it makes us smile to know you're listening. So thanks for listening and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done and still enjoy a bit of organizational fun. There's a lot of things you got.